Welcome back, listeners. Uh, today, it is just me and Taylor hanging out, chatting. Uh, I had an interesting conversation um, with uh, another software engineer at a different company this week about kind of a sense of accomplishment and especially at the end of the day with sort of, you know, the weird boundaries or non-boundaries of, of remote work. How do you develop those? How do you feel, you know, confident and like you've accomplished something even if you haven't checked off every task on your to-do list, all my, uh, all my type A's, all my perfectionists, I'm looking at you, let's get real. Uh, and, and we're also going to catch up about uh, how Taylor's first week on her new job is gone. Yeah. Speaking of uh, checking off tasks, I feel like I start every episode by saying, speaking of like trying to like segue professionally from something you said, but I have a computer set up, which is a whole week's worth of work in my opinion. Yeah. Well, no, I'm not, I'm not on my work computer Mm -hmm. because I'm not going to be a delinquent like I was at my last job. Um, I'm going to really try to not use my work computer for things outside of work, which is really hard because I just want to like, you know, I get so distracted, but I'm going to keep, so I'm on my personal computer now. I am not going to like mix business with pleasure. Um, this being the pleasure this is uh, a- <laughs> and a business. This is a professional. Um, but yeah, my personal computer is like really lagging. It's so old. I bought it like five years ago. So, uh, you just experienced me having to like redownload zoom and like the sound wasn't working and it's basically a piece of shit, but it's still working for now. So it's hanging on by a thread. So we'll keep using this, but yeah, I did actually get my work computer set up. Um, I made a mistake because I, I, I received my, all of my equipment. It just arrived at my door before I started like a few, like a week before I started. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I got a monitor. I got my new laptop and you can't send me a new brand new MacBook in a box and tell me to not open it. Like what the heck? Like I, I have to open it and look at it and smell it. Mm-hmm. And, um, I opened it. Like I actually opened like not only the box, but I opened it. And I just like made my, you know, when you just open a fresh ass computer and you write your name mm-hmm. and like account root name and stuff like that, you know, nothing crazy. I didn't download any software, but that kind of screwed me. Then of course, the second I do that at the bottom of the a box, there's a, a one sheeter that says, do not open computer until first well, at the top of the box. I know. I was like, come on, this must happen all the time. Um, so then the, the first day came and like, I had obviously signed in, you know, incorrectly I was supposed to use my new square account and everything. So then I wiped my computer, but like, why did I do that? That was so overkill. I like literally erased the hard drive and reinstalled Mac OS and it took two extra hours. Oh, and I was like, my manager is going to be like, where is she? <laughs> Cause you couldn't, I had to. Yeah. Get you couldn't sign on to anything. Yeah. Like I couldn't get my email or my Slack. So I was just like sitting here like, ah, um, no, but it, it all worked out. No one, no one gave a shit. Uh, no one noticed that it took me longer. <laughs> I, I like, I logged on to the it, uh, hours and I was like, is it okay if I erased the hard drive? And they're like little overkill. Like, did you need to do that? And I was like, 
I guess not. I don't know. I, I just freaked out. Um, but yeah, so got that up and running, still trying to get Xcode, um, working. There are lots and lots of things that I have to go through. Um, it's really interesting working now at a bigger company with a huge engineering team. There are like so many docs, whereas at Headspace, we were like always just figuring stuff out on the fly and then like maybe making a doc about it later if we really felt like it. But here it's like one doc leads to three other docs and leads to four other docs. Like it's just like an endless rabbit hole of things that I'm reading, but it's good. I feel like there's not a lot of pressure on me to get stuff out right away. So I'm not like, yeah, you know, freaking out and scrambling and, um, and yeah, it's, it's been good. It's been good, Monica, but I miss you. Even though I did connect with you on my new Slack via that, whatever connection with other Slacks thing. Slack has dropped some spicy new features recently. I was just in a huddle today. Yeah, I saw that. It was, um, it was unnerving. I'm going to say it was, it was unnerving. I'm, but you know, like despite working in tech, I remain a bit tech averse. Uh, so when someone suggested a huddle, I was first like poking around. I was like, where do I find this? I don't see it. It, it honestly, like it wasn't appearing on the bottom left of my screen, like it was supposed to, but yeah, I, I live in fear now of like accidentally starting a huddle with the whole company. <laughs> yeah. I I have that feeling. I, um, had my first like company-wide meeting Mm. and it was a live stream, but I still was worried. I was projecting myself onto (laughs) onto the whole meeting, (laughs) but I don't think I was, um, um, but wait, what's the difference between a huddle and just calling someone? It's like multiple people. Do you pop up in like weird ways? It's multiple people. Um, it's basically like whatever channel or thread you're in, you have an option of like turning it into a huddle. And I'm actually not sure, like maybe they may have even like poking on Slack right now to see like. It's, it's just faster than inviting everyone to a Zoom meeting. Oh, for sure. And it's faster. It's faster than that. Cause you can literally just like toggle it on and it has a nice little like sound effect, which when I first heard it, I was like, what, what, what is it? What, what? And then I, and it sends you a notification. Um, what if you're not oh. at your computer when they start a huddle, that's kind of scary. Right. But like probably will be like 99% of the time for me. Um, yeah. that's actually <laughs> I'm not paying attention. Like I was here, I was just yeah. like, you know, I have my Slack on one monitor and I, you know, I check it on, on my own, on my own time. Yeah. Know, well, that's the whole, yeah. You got to keep those notifications like at bay. That's kind of annoying. Giving everyone, giving everyone like license to just start meetings willy nilly like that is a little weird. I hope people don't abuse it. (laughs) This was not, I mean, this was to be, to be fair, this was a scheduled huddle. Ah, joined. But there have been other, like there were other times, I think earlier in the week, someone else suggested like, huddle and I didn't understand that that was like the name of the feature yet and so I was like what I don't see a zoom link like I'm like yeah. I'm like the grandma on the team that's like yeah. I just want to do it the old-fashioned way <laughs> I know I'm that way too I hate change but what a great career we've chosen then because nothing other <laughs> nothing ever changes in this uh in this field 
No. Um, Static. For sure. For sure. Uh, so let's, let's dive in, let's dive into our content. Okay. Um, I'll give, let me give some context. So I, uh, was chatting, um, earlier this week with another engineer, uh, who has started, uh, at a new role relatively recently. Um, and she asked me a really interesting question which was sort of how do you know when you're done with work for the day, especially because I think she also is working with people more asynchronously, like across different time zones. So there's less, uh, you know, one person's nine to five is not everyone else's nine to five because half the team was like asleep. So it, the question was like, how do you know when you've done enough and you're okay to sign off? And this is really interesting because we're pretty much all still working remotely and, you know, unless you have kids or, uh, something else that has, you know, puts you in a specific time constraint, it's pretty easy to kind of like lose track of your own boundaries or to think like, Oh, you know, I can, there's nothing keeping me from like just continuing working, especially if you're stuck on, um, a bug or, what always seems to happen in my case, some weird like environment setup issue that's preventing you from even working on the bug in the first place. Um, so I, yeah, I, and I honestly, like, I don't have a definitive answer, um, for that because it's honestly something that I still struggle with and I'm still guilty of, you know, like I'll, I'll still sign off for the day and try to keep boundaries, but I'll do it with a bit of resignation because I don't necessarily feel good that I didn't accomplish the task that I kind of set my expectations around. Yeah. I don't really have this problem. I'm going to be honest. Okay, great. I want to hear. I want everyone else wants to hear too. I just like when it's hitting five thirty, six, sometimes five, you know, depending on when I started, like I'm done. Like, I, I feel like maybe earlier in your career, you're a little more worried about output, but, um, and obviously there are projects where it, it fluctuates, where you have more demands on your plate at one given time, but we can kind of manage that by, um, by estimations and prioritizing. And so like, when you pad estimates or not even padding, it's like when you give realistic estimates of what you can get done to a product manager and they plan work around that, then you shouldn't ever really feel the need to like jam a lot into a day. Sometimes mm-hmm. there are those days where you like, there's a nine one one, like something comes up that you have to jump on right away. And then you literally don't do a single thing that you planned on doing. That's frustrating. Um, but you still like, you know, in your update the next day, you'd be like, I worked on a nine one one all day. Didn't, didn't have time to get back to the task back on it today. And so I just, if you're finding yourself and there's, there's, there is that feeling of like, what did I accomplish today? Which I don't know. I think to me, it's like not trying to hold myself to that standard of like, I have to be accomplishing something. Some days you're like, what did I do today? I'm not really sure, but it's okay. Kind of back to that Kea 
uh, Kea, what did Kea do this week? Like if it gives you, if sometimes it's a good framework to like keep you on track if you need that, but I don't know. I feel like I'm not making any sense. I think it's just all about prioritization. Like if you have something that, you know, needs your immediate attention, like that's being addressed first and that takes priority over current tasks. And your manager knows that your manager's manager knows that. Um, and so you shouldn't feel guilty if you don't get to something. And if you're stuck, like, I mean, I guess I've just been, I've had so many days where I'm stuck the entire day on something. And then I come back to it the next day. And like, maybe the next day I figure it out, or maybe the next day I come back and I'm like, I didn't get as much done as I wanted to. And I feel kind of lost. I need to read today. I'm going to reach out to someone this morning and like, get, get on it. Um, but I pretty much allow myself like at least a day kind of floundering if I am floundering. And then if I'm really not getting anywhere the next day, it's like, okay, time to reach out to someone and ask, either ask the question or ask them to pair or just like talk it through. Um, but I don't know. I think the more that I, uh, I, I try to not derive like my value from work, the less I care about what I actually get done in a day. Yeah. I, and I think that that is like the epitome of the point, which is like getting away from this um, thought that like our worth and our value is tied to our output mm-hmm. and like tied to our productivity, which is hard because I think that that's something that is a little bit ingrained yeah. um, and you, and you sort, it's something to sort of have to like, fight against. Um, but I agree, like estimation, I always pad my estimates because shit always comes up. Like there inevitably will be a 911 or, you know, something similar or some, uh, just something more urgent that happens or, uh, like a bug or an edge case that wasn't accounted for an additional scoping. Like you, you don't lose anything by um, erring on, I think, like the more conservative side and the uh, the best case scenario is that, you know, you are finished earlier and then, you know, you can move on to like other tasks uh, in your in your backlog, et cetera. Um, And that also just like helps keep the stress level down. And of course, you know, like when those things do come up, like this week I was on call, it took really like, you know, the majority of my time because there was just kind of a a laundry list of tasks uh, more specific to the Android platform that I wanted to look into. Um, And I think that this is also where like communication really saves you. Like both me and my like colleague on iOS were both on call. We were both literally would communicate that every standup you know, going to try and get to this one thing for this feature we're working on. But honestly, the majority of the day is going to be devoted to uh, to on-call tasks. And I definitely like err on the side of over communication. I never want anyone to be wondering like what I'm working on or be confused about what I'm working on. Um, yeah. So I think that helps alleviate some of the pressure as well. Um, like you said, like, you know, letting your team know and stand up if you lost a day too. And also just being real with yourself because like 
that happens. Like it's, it's it's part of your job. Yeah. It's not like, it's not like a miscellaneous task. It's actually Mm -hmm. part of your job. Like, and if you, and if you're worried that you're spending too much time on those things or like maybe the tools aren't in place for that to be as efficient as possible. So like talk to your manager, talk to other people on your team. Like, how can we make this better for everyone who's on, we're talking about on call right now, who's on call in the future to not lose so many hours to this, um, you know, is something always breaking is something coming up time and time again. Um, sorry, I just moved my foot. (laughs) It's completely asleep. Um, (laughs) but, but yeah, if you, if you find yourself and like, just, um, talk to your manager, like if you're concerned about your output, talk to your manager about it. Mm -hmm. Um, be like, you should always be talking about your career goals. Like I want to get a promotion in six months or whatever. You'd probably say it more delicately than that. But if I'm, (laughs) if I'm, yeah, if I, am I on track for a promotion in six months? If this is my current output, if not, like what, what do you want to be seeing from me that I'm not doing? Mm -hmm. Um, cause I think that's like, I think there's one piece of this is the professional, like, am I outputting enough to meet the roles and responsibilities of my job and, and level up. And the other part is like in a day, what makes me like, what, um, makes me feel fulfilled and, um, and like satisfied with, with what I'm doing. Um, Uh, And, and it's that part should not be all work. And I feel like in my head, especially these days, I'm thinking like, okay, have I, taken care of like my mind? Have I like rested? Have I like, did I get really good sleep? How do I feel tired wise? Depending on that. Okay. Maybe I'll do a certain type of exercise. You know, if I'm tired, it's going to be something smaller, like a walk. If I'm like super energized, I'll go to F45. And then, um, and then the next is like, okay, what am I going to get accomplished at work today? And it, it may not be like coding for eight hours or whatever else you do at your job. It may be like, did I, socialize today. Like I live alone. I need to make sure I'm talking to people. Did I have like a small coffee chat or did I meet someone new? Um, and, and did I have like a non-work related chat with someone? Like, I feel like that's important. Um, making sure that you're rounding out the day. Cause I think that could actually lead to feeling more satisfied with what you've done in a day. It's those days when you're stuck on the computer and you're just like, wow, I've been sitting here for eight hours. And you haven't done anything else and you still haven't figured out why, you know, your yeah. uh, code won't compile or your import won't work or whatever the issue is that you're facing. Yeah. Cause you're putting all your energy onto that, like one modality of your life. And so if you're not getting anywhere with that, it just makes it that much more catastrophic to your day. Like, wow, the thing I poured all of my energy into all day, what do I have to show for it? Yeah. Yeah. It's frustrating. And it's, and I think that, um, yeah, just what you said about finding space for other things and like prioritizing those things also just really helps you take back a sense of control and feel like there's a, there's a feeling of like helplessness almost when you kind of just surrender yourself to working on one thing all day and still can't figure it out. And you've sort of like sacrificed all of your other, you know, like personal time, maybe your lunch break, maybe your workout, like maybe you were up really late working on it last night and you still can't figure it out. I've actually found that in those times when 
I let my boundaries slide. Um, and I let myself sort of like get sucked into an issue and, and fixated on it. Um, it's like diminishing returns, honestly, the amount of time yeah. that I pour into it. Like I really, and it's, it's, this is a tough pill for me to swallow because I'm the type of person who has a tendency to just like fixate on things. So it's very hard for me to like step away from an issue that I can't figure out Yeah. when I, you know, technically like nothing's stopping me from just sitting at my computer for another four hours um, and taking that sort of like brute force approach. Yeah. But something should be stopping you and it should be, I don't want to do this. Yeah. <laughs> it should be, I want to go <laughs> eat dinner and like not even look at a computer because yeah. we all know that like the more time you're, you spent, like you spend, you know, just trying to jam through something like exactly what you said, diminishing returns, you're not going to get it. And most likely you're going to wake up the next morning and be like, Oh, Boom. There it is done. Like taking breaks are taking breaks. We know we've proven time and time again, are a, a tried and true, uh, a tactic for breaking through on when you're stuck on stuff. And it's also like, sometimes it's not always going to be like, you wake up with the answer. Like when that happens, awesome. But you might wake up with like a sense of clarity that this is not like the problem, the way you're solving it is not efficient and it's time to loop in like someone from another team, reach out to the support team. If it's like a third party um, library that you're trying to figure out and having issues with um, and everyone has their own, I think like time limit uh, for when they feel like it's, you know, not something that they're going to figure out without trying to loop in the reinforcements. Yeah. And even in the morning, you may have, you may better be able to like formulate the question you need to ask, get what you need. Cause sometimes you're just like, you're, you're so in it, you're so in it and you can't even like explain it. It's also hard. Cause like, you know, we're alone all day, like in the office, it used to be very easy to like, you know, lean over to the guy next to me and be like, can you look at this like just really quick and tell me if I'm missing something obvious? It's really hard to do that remotely because, you know, you want to be conscious of other people's time and back. Although I guess we can do it with huddles now, can't we? <laughs> you just like huddle. huddle, you just huddle people randomly like all day long. Bothering. Like, yeah. Like not, not pinging them first. Yeah. Like, don't start a like, I don't even, I don't know if that's even possible. I haven't explored. Just have your face pop up on their computer. <laughs> yeah. That's what I want. That's what that works. But <laughs> be like, hi. Oh my God. That reminds me of, I, I read the funniest doc today. Um, <laughs> Cause I used to, one of my biggest pet peeves is when people slack me going, hi, Taylor. And I'm like, any contacts. Like, yeah. what do you want? <laughs> I'm like, hi, what's up? I'm good. How are you? And I'm just like, Jesus Christ, like, where's this going? Um, it's so, yeah. <laughs> my anxiety of that. And then all of a sudden it's like, Hey, so I noticed that you, um, merged this code like last week and it's breaking this really important thing. <laughs> no, no rush. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. So that, that scenario is, is atrocious. Don't ever do that. But I literally like in a doc today, I read something, it was 
I don't know, communication styles or whatever, like just some like ground- your job. you piloted that. Ahead. I know some ground rules. And it was like, yeah. it was like, uh, it literally just said, don't be the person that like <laughs> has to greet someone. And then you're waiting. Like it, it said it in the nicest way possible. Like you may lose context on, on what you were trying to ask in reality. It's just like, that's annoying. And no one yeah. wants to receive that kind of message, but it was, I, w- I was just cracking up that like that made its way into a doc, like that enough people have <laughs> felt annoyed by that. Um, and, and cause sometimes I worry that I'm too direct and straight to the point, And I, I yeah. don't, I don't do the formalities because like, I don't, I don't want it. Um, so I don't do it to other people, but sometimes I'm like, Oh, am I coming off to whatever? Like it, it's, I, I, I think everyone would prefer to have a shorter interaction than a longer one. So, um, but yeah, I don't know why we're, Oh yeah. Just like chatting with people next to you. Um, yeah, I think just in the, in the remote days and for me, it's going to be remote days forever. So I'm really like trying to just like structure what I want my day to look like and try to put things in there that are not necessarily coding related. So like I've already signed up for some mentoring things and programs that they have and like, so cool that they have that, you know, um, and uh, and just having coffees and meet and greets. I mean, I have to have a meet and greet with everyone. Cause like, how the heck else am I going to meet anyone? <laughs> so I'm like having 15 minute chats with every single person. And, um, but like, a- and so I do have the feeling a little bit this week, like I'm not contributing any code, nor am I being asked to. So it's fine, but it is a little weird when that's like, you know, your main job function, you can't complete it. So, but, but then you have to look at it another way. Like if there are days when you're not able to do that, like, you know, if you have an all hands or you have something, it's like gaining a better understanding of the, and aligning on the vision of the company and like even team building and just, or building relationships, honestly, is like a huge part of your job that will save you time when you're actually doing the job. So even though right now I'm not contributing code, like I'm, I'm building the tools and, um, and just the, the connection points that I'll need when I'm, am doing that. So, um, so yeah, I've had to look at that a little differently this week, but, um, but yeah, I mean, if you have a manager that you like regularly talk to it, it, there's no way your manager is sitting there being like, wow, Monica's doing no work and not telling you like you should You should know if you're, you're a bad manager, if that's what they're doing. Right, right. We're not giving feedback when it's needed. Yeah. And you likely, if that's the case, you'd likely be on like an improvement plan. So you'd probably know, but if you're curious and you're worried that you're not like have that conversation, don't, don't let it come to you. Don't be like afraid to have that conversation and like force your manager to bring it up. If, if it's really bad, like it's fine to be like, you know, whatever. Am I, am I am I like up to par for my level? Am I, what else do you want to be seeing for me? And like, they're likely going to be like, no, you're good. So, um, and then you can just relax, you know, and, 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 and then you build that trust at least over time and your manager knows you're doing the best you can. So, and also as you get like higher in your career, I mean, I'm not quite there yet, but like you do contribute less code, like, like, because you're doing more of like the thinking and architecture than, and then, you know, you basically design the work for the rest of your team to implement. 
yeah. And maybe you're mentoring, maybe you're pairing with others and helping others. Like it's not always, you know, you don't always have tangible work to show Yeah, that's, and that's a transition. But if you're aligned, like you just, just make sure you're aligned with the manager on that and make sure you know what's expected of you. Um, it's like imposter syndrome. If you think you have it, you're, you're probably, or if, sorry, I can't talk. If you have it, you likely are, are completing the steps to like combat it and actually be really good at your job. Overcompensating. Yeah. Yeah. So if if you're worried you're not getting enough done in a day, like the fact that you're self-aware enough to be thinking like, oh gosh, oh God, you know, you, you, you you probably are. Yeah. Um, You're not people who skate by don't have those thoughts. They don't care. (laughs) They don't, they don't have a tally of like how much work they've completed. They just clock in, clock out and boom, they're done. We solved it. Yep. We solved it. Next question. (laughs) I'm like, um, I haven't, I haven't used my brain in this way for a while. Um, just like the new job stuff and just, you know, trying to like wrap my head around things. And my brain is definitely more tired than it has been for a while. And I'm like, I haven't left my apartment today to walk Mm. or anything. And I'm like, I am finding that the days are like going by and I'm like, what do I have to show for it? Just cause it's like so much random miscellaneous tasks and reading and meeting people. But that's what you have to show for it. But that's what I have to show. Um, and like yeah. you said, it's not like you have a bunch of tickets that you're also expected to no. complete this week. So it sounds like you're doing everything that you're supposed to be doing, even going above and beyond, like wiping your hard drive. Nobody asked no. you to do that. Nobody asked me to do it. I didn't need to do it. It didn't help me in any way. But you're an overachiever, so you did it anyway. <laughs> I did it. I actually made a friend today in one of my meet and greets. Um, well, I mean, I don't know if we're friends yet, but hopefully we become friends. But she loves cats. And so that's the first criteria to any friendship of mine. Um and she's a woman. I said she. Um, <laughs> so always great to connect with another female engineer. Always great to connect with another cat lady. And another cat lady. Like that's that's all I'm looking for. Yeah. Is your team like mostly remote? Have you figured out? Or like are they mostly based in? I'm just kind of wondering in terms of like people's different work schedules. Like, are you sort of all in like different time zones? So it's a lot of asynchronous work. Well, something that's cool, actually, I meant to mention this because you were talking about uh, now that we're all working in different time zones. Like one of the first things my manager said to me was that like, basically, if you haven't asked for someone, like it needs to be, they need to have 24 hours to get back to you. So like, there's no expectation that like I slack you asking for something and you get back to me right away with that. Because of how everyone's distributed. There's one person literally in Dublin. So I was noticing that she was coming like online, like super early. And I was like, what the heck? Um, Who's this overachiever? Get out of here. Stop setting expectations. There's a Slack channel where people say like what, like, you know, basically when they're online and when they're offline. And they use this emoji that's like a dancing chicken. Like I, I opened the Slack the first day and I was like, what is going on? All these dancing chickens. Like it's literally just chicken, 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 chicken. Like one, one chicken's going one way and then it's going the other way to leave. So it's like, 
entering chicken and, and goodbye chicken. And I was just like, what is the channel? And there's like nothing else in the channel, but these chickens. And I was just like, what's going on? Um, it's, it's optional. It's just to like, cause yeah. because of all the different, the different, um, time zones, but, but yeah, I mean, to answer your question, most people are, so there's like, you know, overseas, but then some New York, but like a lot of SF Oakland people. Yeah. Um, so it's nice. Cause there definitely isn't like one location where the whole team is, but you where- feel like you have to work or you feel more pressure to be like in sync with their hours. Well, the, the hours kind of do sync up well with me if I start at 9 a.m. So yeah. it actually like it actually works. And some people work even earlier than that, even when they're on my time zone. Yeah. Um, but no, I don't feel the pressure. And um, and I also don't feel like when offices reopen that everyone will be in one location. I'll be like the odd woman out. Yeah, so that won't be the case. But it's uh, I don't know. I lost my I, I'm my brain. My brain is like so fried. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's like, it's like you're working a different part of it that you haven't had to, because I mean, yeah, I would be so much more exhausted if this was in person, like, holy shit, you know, those those first days where you like pick out your outfit and you like have to, you like want to look nice and you go and you're like, you got to leave. Yeah. Who am I going to eat lunch with? I, you got to leave early to make sure you're, you know, really on time and early. So you don't miss the orientation and Oh my gosh. Like all of that stuff. It's kind of sad because that it's really stressful, but it's also like exciting to do that stuff in person. But I mean, I literally still remember the outfit I wore on my first day of work at Headspace. Well, I don't zero components of it anymore, but I do too. And also same, I think I actually still have that jean jacket, but um, I wore a jean jacket on my first day. Of course. Classic, classic soft edge outfit. Um, (laughs) but I remember it mostly. I mean, I think I'd still remember it if it wasn't in my photo, but it it, it was on my badge photo. So I like, oh, yeah, I still have my badge. It's definitely like turned off, but I'll still keep it in my car. And I think mine's turned off and I still work at the company. (laughs) I can't can't get in there. That place is locked down. True. True. Yeah. I gave up my Apple TV. But now you have a cool you use they square sent you like a cool monitor though right yeah it's a big ass curved monitor where you can here can you see that wait yeah wait (laughs) there yeah yeah oh it's yeah it's all it's like the size of like one and a half monitors easily yeah or even more like i can fit so much on it i don't have to rely on on the laptop as the second screen yeah so yeah i'm feeling pretty pretty snazzy with that guy. I, I, some of my friend, so I know someone who works at square on the Android team from Disney. Yeah. But at least I have an, a, a friend to like chat to. Um, but she, she linked me a slack from one of their recruiting channels when I posted our episode about my square interview experience. And like the message was so funny. It was like, it was like, we recently hired Taylor as an iOS engineer, blah, blah, like, and it said like, Taylor is like an influencer within the LinkedIn community and shared her thoughts. Oh, influencer. And she was like, can you go give this post some love? And so that's why I remember there was one day right. after, so I, after, after I posted that episode, I was like, how are all these square people finding this? Like, I don't know any of these people. 
Um, so it was definitely posted somewhere and some people have told me they listened to it. So that's kind of hilarious. Um, but it's honestly a great like icebreaker topic mm-hmm. to, um, to talk about impossible. Actually, oh my gosh, can't believe I didn't mention this. Um, on our orientation day, we had like a breakout room and we were just talking about like challenges and I brought up imposter syndrome because it's just such a crowd pleaser, you know, it really, it really gets them every time. It really gets the people going and, um, you know, and, and also it's like you get points for, I'm putting in quotes, being brave, talking about it because like, Oh, it's so brave. It's so brave to be an imposter. <laughs> also, I was taught in a breakout room with people I'm never going to work with, you know, just across all new people across yeah. different functions. So like who it this doesn't matter, but, but it, I was just cracking myself up because it's like, it seems such a vulnerable thing to admit, but little do they know we talk about it every week on this podcast. Um, little do they know I've built a brand around it. <laughs> little do they know I'm, yeah, I'm very practiced in talking about imposter syndrome and, um, it literally doesn't phase me one bit to say I have imposter syndrome. I would say it to like every person on the street. So, um, but yeah, everyone's like, yeah, I really feel that and, like giving me tips. And I'm like, thank you. <laughs> Um, uh, you know, some unsolicited tips, but you know, nevertheless, who doesn't love a bit of unsolicited <laughs> advice? I got some this morning as I was walking my dog. And- oh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. do you it want? Wasn't, to- it wasn't about imposter syndrome. <laughs> I would be surprised if it was. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't honestly. Like, <laughs> I I get a lot of unsolicited feedback just actually here's this here's a here's another fun one i was at um i was at the gym uh in my building a couple weeks ago and i was walking on i was doing a like a treadmill workout that had me kind of like walking on different inclines and um and there's this guy in my building he's super nice he's a he's a trainer so he's always in the gym with his uh with his clients of which i'm I'm not one. Um, <laughs> oh no. And, but he, he came up to me and I, I know he was, I know it was good in time. I know he was good in time. I'm going to, I'm going to say that. I know it was good in time, but he came up to me and he, first of all, I, I had my headphones on. So I had, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know, a little frantic because like Bluetooth can be hard sometimes. And I use Google head buds in my iPhone and like, I don't head buds. <laughs> what are head buds? <laughs> Pixel vibes. I, I, that's not the point of the story. I'm going to keep going. So, <laughs> I, I take, so it's, it's, I'm flustered. I take my head buds out because I can't figure out in the moment how to like get the Bluetooth off. Um, and then I'm even more flustered because it's like, I haven't pressed pause and like, you know, my, my treadmill lady, she's still going. Um, uh-huh. And, uh, but he, but he was like, Hey, I, I got this new piece of equipment downstairs it's called like the booty pump or something and you know like you can it's just like in the corner down there like feel free to try it out anytime you want and i was and i was just like okay yeah sorry i don't think i'm gonna go down there tonight but but thanks but I'm i just felt like why are you telling me to go use a booty pump first yeah like it's like a, a backhanded like you need the booty pump and also like 
How many booties has that booty pumped pump? Booty pump pumped. Like, ew. Does it touch it? I don't know. I still haven't seen it. I think I've seen it like profile, but it's sort of like stored away in a corner. But yeah, I was just kind of like, I don't know how I feel about, I just was like kind of ruminating it in my head um, over. And it, yeah, it's, I have a lot of bad luck at, at the gym, like when I go and try to do like weights stuff and you know, people will come up to me and be like, oh, you're doing it wrong. Try doing it this way. And it's like, like, thank you. But like, I. People actually come up to you and say you're doing it wrong. No, no, they don't say you're doing it wrong, but that's what I hear. They literally say like, hey, can I, can I give you a tip? Oh. And it's like, no, sir. Because it's always a sir. I know. I know. I mean, yeah, I blinks. Um, because it's it's a tight 45. It yeah. is a tight. I mean, it's literally that's their brand. You come in at, at minute zero, they go over the or the 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 exercises and you're off to the races and it hits 45 and you're out, and they don't even mess around with stretching or anything at the end. Like you you are gone. <laughs> yeah. But I stay and stretch because like yeah. I don't want my body to break apart, but most people don't. Like I'm like the only one. So um, so there's actually no opportunity if I time it correctly. Cause I just have to walk across the street. It's literally right across the street and I just enter and it starts. So I don't leave any, any room for anyone to chit chat with me. The mask also helps. I feel a little more anonymous, but you know, cause I'm so, um, famous, yeah, but, yeah. um, I, what I was going to say about the SIRS and the F45 class is, you know, hashtag Delta variant, um, hashtag get vaccinated, Um, I, we're having to wear masks now and like, I don't like it. I don't want to fucking wear a mask, but like, and I, like, it's very hard to breathe during the class, but I wear it. I wear it because we're asked to wear it. And every time I see someone not wearing it or like have it fully down under the mouth and nose, it's a dude, like, I'm sorry, but like it is. And it's just comes back to the entitlement of like, I don't have to do this. I don't want to do this. Whereas we're all suffering because we're like following the rules and put ourselves, put other people ahead of ourselves. But I look around at all these fucking dudes with their nose hanging out, the mask naked nosing all over the place. The mask underneath their mouth. And I don't really care about getting COVID. I'm, I, I don't think I'm, I mean, I mean, I shouldn't say that, but like, I, I'm not worried about myself. I just know so I'm not, I'm not like, oh no, their mask is off. They're going to give it to me. It's more of just like, we're all in this. We're all in this together. And like, can you just do it? Because it's really annoying that I'm doing it and we're not. How, how does this relate back to our, our topic, Monica? I don't know, but I will say, honestly, the mask, like the wearing of the mask, but under the chin. So the wearing of the mask, but not, yeah. but not deliberately not using the mask, I find more triggering than someone who is just not wearing the mask in the first place. Cause I've had it slip my mind. I've walked out of my apartment like naked face before and, and not realized it. No, I do naked face on the street. Yeah. I'm I'm talking about workout class, but okay. I, let me admit something. I'll do the chin strap mask. If I, I want a hands-free experience 
but I know I'm about to have to wear a mask. You know what I mean? So it's like, I want them. I, I, I don't want to be holding the mask, but I know I'm about to have to put it on when I walk in. Somewhere. But that's different. Cause that's like a very short period of time. It's like a preparation. Okay. No, I just want to make sure that I like get that out there. In case it's the chin. It's the, I, I mean, if you're chin strapping on the street where it's not like really like required, I, you know, like don't care. Okay. I care you. if it's like in a place like a grocery store, or like a workout class where people are like heavily respirating mm-hmm. and everyone else is, do- and nobody wants to, nobody wants to be. Oh, I look good in this. No, I don't like it at all, but I do it because like sweating in it. Ew. Uh, it's, it's really, really horrendous. Um, but yeah, mask up everyone. <laughs> Yeah. I, I just don't want another, I just don't want another lockdown. I'm really not in the mood for that. Um, I really, I, yeah, I fear that. I fear that that is oh. the trajectory or that I, I, here's what I'll say. I fear that that is the trajectory. If we don't vax up, mask up back to your head buds. Mm-hmm. Um, that reminds me of, uh, for all my, for all my good place listen or not listeners, Good, the good place. The show. I love the good place. Okay, do you remember? We could start a separate podcast about that. <laughs> I mean, that show is so it's so like rich. You really have to put it on and like really like study it to get all the jokes. It's too quick. It's like too many jokes. Oh, it's so good. And I just oh, sobbed. I sobbed at the end of it. Oh my gosh. Um. Why am I not remembering the end? Don't tell me. I'll go back and watch it. I like go back and watch it. The whole thing tonight. Oh, 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 uh, yeah. I, okay, I got it. I got it. Um, but anyway, one of the very earliest episodes, maybe like the second or third episode. Um, one of the guys is like, "Welcome to my bud hole." <laughs> like this is where I hang out with all my buds. It's I remember that hole. And so your head buds just reminded me of that. Um, just little immature joke. I like. I remember when I first started at Disney, we were like making that joke to each other and we thought we were so funny, but like, we were just, we're 12 years old. Like, like it's my butthole. I still think it's funny. I still find it. Good place. It was, was it a Disney show? Cause it was on ABC. No, it was on NBC. It was on NBC. Yeah. God, that show is so good. Love it. Love it. I don't love like a tight 30 minute bingeable piece of content and not even 30 if you're watching on netflix like probably what like 22 yeah yeah you could yeah. you could knock out a season no problem i watched the whole series in like a couple weeks last year that was one of my first like deep covid binges oh have you did you watch love is blind wait <laughs> yes yes i did watch the new episodes are you talking about love after the altar after the altar I did. And like, oh my God, disgusting. Like, oh my God, I was sitting there. I was furious. I, I cannot, I cannot talk about, I mean, I don't know. Gaslighting. Talk about someone who's probably constantly chin strapping his mask in crowded places. Talk about the entitlement of a straight white male. I mean, Jesus Christ. Getting, he's getting filler in his under eye. Oh, I could it with his armpits and toxic Botox in his armpits. Botox in his armpits so he doesn't sweat. Just like, 
give it a rest, dude. And and going out to date on full dates with a quote unquote friend. That was a date, right? Like he, the level, the level of gaslighting was so, so triggering watching how that played out at the party. Well, well, that sounds like an episode to me. Let's put a bow on that and call it a night. Yeah. I, I wonder if anyone's still listening. If you are, are you there? What's up? (laughs) If you are, um, thank you. You know, it all comes back to the purpose of this episode, which is like, you know, what, what makes me feel like I had a satisfying and fulfilling day. And for me, it's making sure that I cap my day off with three hours of reality TV. And that happens basically every day. So just, you know, do what makes you feel good. Yeah. That's your meditation time. Yeah. That's off. Awareness comes on. It is really, it's a meditative experience watching that show for sure. (laughs) All right. Well, wow. Wow. We will catch y'all on the next episode. Don't feel free to not give us feedback on this section um, because we just wanted to talk and just let us talk. Okay. Just let us have some joy. That doesn't always have to be about work. Yep. Amen. Great. Well, signing off. Goodbye, Monica. Bye.